This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestilianos. As a teaching pastor for almost 30 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. God has not created any of us to fail, but rather to be more successful than we can ever imagine. But, as experience tells us, life's journey is a process, and the success of that journey often requires some unique efforts on our part. Those efforts include cooperation in practicing what God has asked us to do, aligning our life with God's Word, and attempting to live by those principles every day. In his unique two-day study, A Godly Plan for Leading a More Successful Life, Pastor shares the three-point plan that has worked in his life and he has practiced in pursuit of becoming all that God has created him to be. Here's Pastor to share the plan he follows in leading a more successful life. I want you to open to the book of Philippians and um, I want to go to chapter 1. And, um, you know, even as I think about those, those days in my life when I first started, it kind of ties in to what I wanted to share a little bit about today. Uh, we're going to eventually get over to three principles that I have practiced and used throughout my life um, as I have gone through the process, as I've gone through the journey that God has had my life on. Now, how many of you understand that you're on a journey? And in this journey and throughout this journey, it's a continual process of what God is doing uh, in your life and wants to get done in your life. And, um, you know, uh, so, so as I think about it, these three principles, these three little things, and very, very simple, but I think they can really help some. When I think about it, these three principles, these, these three things have been consistent with me throughout my life and have helped me to get to where I am today. And, um, and I, I credit, you know, of course, the Lord's doing and work in my life, but having some good principles in your life that you live by and you follow will absolutely help you to achieve the success and the level of success that you are seeking and wanting in your life. As we face 2018, I'm believing this is going to be the best year yet. But you've got to, you've got to go into the year with something good. Amen? You've got to go in with some good principles. A lot of times people fail in life and never really accomplish because they, they don't operate by good principles. Everybody know what I'm talking about? You don't operate by good principles. And once your principles are established from the Word of God and you put these things into operation in your life, you're, you're, better, uh, you're better focused or better um, targeted for success in your life. And God didn't create any, any one of us to fail. Can I say that again? Did you all hear me way back there? God did not create you to fail. As a matter of fact, God created you to be the big, biggest success of your life. You know, because if you succeed and you are, are you ready? Are you ready? Can you all just turn around? I mean, just look at me. Don't look at anybody. You ready? If you are a serious Christian. Oh, I didn't even get one. I got one amen. Thank you. <laughs> if you are serious about your walk in the Lord and with the Lord and serious about your Christian uh, principle and, and a Christian walk and you live by the principles of God, 
you're going to succeed in everything that you do if you are a serious Christian. Now, if you're half-stepping with God and you're holding back and you're, you know, you're not doing this word, then you know, it's going to be really hard to really see the level of success that God really wants. See, God created you to succeed and to be the best that you can be and to achieve things in your life. And, and I'm a firm believer that we as Christians, we that serve the Lord, ought to be on the top in every area of life. I believe that. We ought to be at the top of our game in every area of our life, all right? But it's not just going to happen. You, you've got to do something about that. See, a lot, of, a lot of folks believe that it's just going to happen like it's going to fall from heaven on your... No, you have to cooperate with God. You have to participate. You have to do what God has asked you to do from the Word. You have to align your life with this Word. Practice, you ready, the principles from this Word so that they become your principles. And when you live that way, prosperity, success, all of these wonderful things that you're seeking and desiring come upon you. We could, we could talk about prosperity all day, but if you're not aligning yourself and doing what, what the Word has outlined, it's never going to happen in your life. Can I get a better amen than that? All right. So, so I wanted to start in Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6. And let's start at verse 3. And this is Paul writing. He says, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. He's talking about the Philippians. He's a good leader. He's concerned and thinking about the people who, is, who have been entrusted to him. Always in every prayer of mine, making requests for you with all joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. So he's rejoicing with them about, with their fellowship in the gospel. In other words, since they came to know the Lord and he's, he's just rejoicing over them that they're growing and developing. And notice what he says in verse 6, and this is a promise that you and I should grab hold of. He says, being confident of this very thing that he, that would be the Lord, he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Wow! Is that a powerful statement, verse out of the Bible? He who begun, he who started this work, uh, when you gave your life to Jesus, the moment you said yes to the Lord and became born again and became saved, God started a work in your life like no other work you would ever imagine in your life. When I said yes to Jesus, 40 years ago or close to it at this point, I didn't realize that I would end up where I am, where I am today. God started a work and continues to do that work in my life week by week, day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year. And he who started this work is going to bring it to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. In other words, it's going to be ongoing until either you go to be with the Lord or the Lord comes back and raptures us off this earth. So, so you see, that work is a continual work. And just when you think you've reached a level, when you think that God is, you know, this, this is the, this is like, a, some of you are stuck in, in yesterday's, and we're talking about that, but some of you are stuck in yesterday's blessing. Oh man, how good it was. Those were the good old days. Let me tell you what, you think that's the end? God's still got a whole lot more to do in your life than you could ever imagine. He who begun, he who begun, didn't say he started and finished, he said he begun, will carry it on, carry it on, carry it on, continue, continue to bless you, increase you, change you, develop you until either Jesus comes to be with us or we go to be with him. Hallelujah, glory to God. Now here's, here's one of the things that you've got to consider in this process 
of God doing His work in our life. You see, there's another word that goes along with this, and it's called the word, you ready? Change. A lot of people don't like change. We want to hold on to the past. We want to hold on to the old stuff. We want to be stuck in yesterday because we're afraid to go through the process of change. And I've noticed that it's from the time that I gave my heart to the Lord and really started seriously pursuing Him and seriously serving Him with all of my life and all of my heart, I noticed that throughout all of my life, there has always been change going on. You can't stay the same. God doesn't want us to stay the same. We ought to be increasing in every area of our life. We ought to be developing. We ought to be growing. We ought to be moving ahead and moving forward. We, we, something different ought to be coming out of our lives. If you keep doing the same old thing, expecting a different result, you know, one man said that that's the definition of insanity. Keep doing the same things that you've always done and expecting to get something different out of it if you've always done. If you always do what you've always done, you will always have what you've always had. Nothing ever changes. And change is such a good thing, but we're so afraid of it because we like to be in our little comfortable zone. But he'll be done a good work in us. We'll carry it out if we participate, if we cooperate with what God wants to do. So many of us are holding on to things of the past. And, and I've got to even, I've even had to look over my life throughout the years. I've had to make so many changes and change the way I thought. Sometimes we hold on to, to stinking thinking. You're never going to get anywhere with stinking thinking. Nothing's ever going to change if you keep thinking the same old stupid thoughts. If, those, if that form of thinking hasn't helped you to get anywhere, I think it's time for you to change the way you think. If, if, that, if that activity in your life has not changed anything or pro helped you to progress or to, to, to get to a new place, then I think it's time to change the way you do things. If those reactions that keep coming up over and over again keep getting you in trouble, I think it's time to change. Everybody say change. change. You've got to change because God is wanting to do this awesome work in our lives, but often we get in His way because we refuse. See, even some of you here sitting here today, can we just talk? Can I just be honest? Can I tell you the truth? Do you want the truth? Do you want the truth? You want me to just preach something nice to make you feel good? Some of you sitting here today, you know God has talked to you about making some changes in your life, and you have not done it because you are afraid. You want to stay in the comfortable place. You want to stay in the safe place, and you are afraid to make the changes that God has called you to make, and thus nothing ever changes. And God's work in your life is hindered, and it's halted, and it's stopped, or it's stuck in neutral because you are afraid to make those changes. How many times have we got to preach the Word before you believe it? How many times have we got to give you the Word before you act on it? How many times do I have to give you the Word before you rise up in faith and say, I'll do it, Lord? I'll do it, I'll be, I'll change, I'll do what you want me to do. How many times have we got to preach the Word before somebody will dare to take the challenge from God's Word and make the changes and allow the Holy Spirit to do the work that He wants to do? See, see, it's like a dog with a bone, you know? He's hold, he, you can't fight with God, you see? You can't do a tug of war with God. At some point, you ready? Here's the Word, here's the Word. You have to surrender all to the Lord. Amen. You've got to surrender all to Jesus. And when you do, God's work intensifies in your life. 
God hastens the work and things begin to change and things start to develop in a new and a broader way than you could ever imagine. But if you keep on holding on to the old stupid stinking thinking activities and things of the past, holding on to the dead things of a dead nature that you, you were saved from and born again from and cleansed by the blood and saved by the blood from, you keep holding on to that junk, you keep holding on to that stuff and all it's going to produce in your life is nothing but more death. He who begun a good work in you is carrying it on to completion, and it's time for us to cooperate with the good work that God has done. You can't be like a mule. Can't be a stubborn old goat. You old goat. It's time for you to cooperate and to flow and to surrender all to Jesus and let him continue that work, even if it feels uncomfortable, even if it's scary. Even if you have to venture out into territory that you've never been in before, it's worth the journey because God will complete that work in your life. One of the things that I found is that every time God asked me to give something up, see, one of the things that we're afraid to, to give up are old relationships. Some of you are holding on to dead relationships and dead things that, that, that you know, but because you're, you're afraid to let go of, of certain relationships in your life and, and, and they're not holy and they're not wholesome and they're not life producing. They don't help you, you know, stay in the spirit. They don't help you. As a matter of fact, they erode away and eat away at your spiritual being, at your, your spiritual strength, yet you hold on to them. Why? Because you're afraid to let go of them. He who begun to go to work and you will carry it out to completion, but we've got to cooperate with what God is doing. We have to be yielded. We have to be, come to a place of full surrender to the Lord. Not my will, Lord, but your will be done in my life. Come on, are you with me today? This is, this is what about God is doing a work and God is doing a work in you. You know why God is working in you? Because he's trying to get at somebody else. He wants to work in you so that he can work through you. Through you so that your life can impact others for the gospel and for the sake of God and for salvation and for healing and for blessing and for prosperity. He wants to do something in you so that he can do something through you. But if you don't cooperate, if you're afraid to let go, if you're afraid to move with God, if you're afraid to be the Christian that God's called you to be, it's never going to happen in your life. He who begun a good work in you will. And you know one of the things that I found out because it was a season of my life that I fought against God. I wanted to do life my way. I wanted to write my own Bible. I wanted to keep out all the verses that convicted me of my life and my lifestyle. Don't you look at me like that. You all did the same thing in, in, before you came to the Lord. I wanted God on my terms. But you know, the interesting thing is as much as I fought against the Spirit and fought against the Lord and fought against God, God never took his hand off of me. He ultimately won the battle. That's how much God loves you. That's how much God loves us. That's how much he's with us and will never let go of his very own. So you see those promptings, those nudgings, the, you know, a lot of folks get uncomfortable. You see, it, it, why, what makes us think that we're supposed to be comfortable? Nobody, there's nothing in the word that says that this walk with God is going to always be comfortable. And, and, and here's another one. We blame everybody else. Well, you know, I can't because of my wife. 
I can't because of my husband. I can't because of my job. I can't because of my kids. You're just one big fat excuse. You can if you will to. You can if you want to. You can do whatever you choose to do. And if you trust the living God, it's all going to be all right. Because when you, when you move in concert with God's Word, when your life aligns up with God's Word, and you be, man, God's work in your life is hastened. It speeds up. And He starts to do miraculous things because you're falling into spiritual order. I'll give you another verse. We won't open to it, but Sandy will put up on the screen. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18 and 19. Do not remember the former things. Do not consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. I will do a new thing. I, let me speak it over you. Let me speak it over you. I will do a new thing. I will do a new thing, says the Lord. I will do a new thing. Now it shall, now, now it shall spring. Say now. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? In other words, if you're in the Spirit, you're going to get glimpses of what God wants to do in your life. You're going to get glimpses of where God is taking you. I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the... God will even cause dead things to come alive. He says, do not remember the former things. You see, God is admonishing you here that you can't get stuck in yesterday. You can't get stuck in yesterday's blessings. Let them serve as a reminder to keep you moving forward, but you can't camp out. In other words, you may have reached the level and you could, see, if you're not careful, you say, wow, this is the best thing. This is awesome. Thank you, God, for what you've done. And you just get stuck right there. Here's one of the things that holds people back the most is you just, you, you just unforgiveness. You can't forgive yourself or anybody else. What happened then happened. Let it be what they say, like they say, water under the bridge. You can't take the old into the new and think that you're going to have a blessed new. You're going to have to get rid of and cut yourself off from all of the former things. Here's another thing. The mistakes, the sins, the failures of the past. If you're not careful, you will drag those into the new. And God says, forget the former things. If you've repented of those things, if you've asked God's forgiveness of those things, if you have pled the blood of Jesus over those things, you are forgiven and they are separated from you. You are as free as free can be. And it's time to move in to a brand new year with a brand new confidence and a brand new start. He says, forget the former things. Behold, I'm about to do a new thing in your life. God is about to do something new and awesome and brand new and fresh in your life. How many of you are ready? See, I don't just look at, I don't look at every new year as just a year. I look at it as, at it as a brand new season. See? So you see, if you're here today and you say, well, 2017 wasn't as good as I had planned it to be. I lost my job, maybe battling sickness, maybe somebody you love died, maybe, maybe uh, you lost a job or whatever it be. Right now, right now, in the last few hours of this old year, 2017, is the time for you to go to Isaiah ch chapter 53 and verse 18 and 19 and do what God tells you. It says, do not remember the former things. Let what happened in two seven, 2017 stay in 2017. 
I have before me a brand new year, 2018, filled with the promise, filled with the hope of God, filled with all kinds of wonderful things that I've yet to experience. Hallelujah. Now, for my threefold little plan. You thought I forgot. I didn't. Three little things that I've practiced in my life and continue to practice in my life to this day. And I think that these three little things, these three little principles, if you can get them into operation in your life, you will arrive at your destination. You will experience good success in all that you lay your hands to. And, and, and you, will, you will be blessed more than you could ever imagine if you practice these three little things. Number one, stay on course. Write it down. Stay on course. Now listen. Listen to, to what I'm gonna, about to say. Don't let the things that are going on around you change what's going on inside you. In, the, in other words, when, as I have been walking through this life and you know, God gave me a call. He gave me a vision. He gave me a purpose. And there have been many, many times throughout the, my uh, tenure or my career in, in pastoring, whatever you want to call it, my, my ministry, that, you know, things around me could be very, very disruptive and have been very, very disruptive. There have been rumblings, criticisms, judgments, hurtful things. There have been warfares and challenges that were bigger than anything I thought I could ever handle. And you see, if I allowed those things to get in my way, because I'm on course now. God told me, go preach the gospel, teach people faith, teach them, you know, how to walk by faith, encourage them, be an encourager to the people, be an, be a, an apostle of hope to people, restore people's hope, put their focus on. Say, this is what God has called me to do. But as I'm walking out the vision and the purpose that God has given me, there's all of these things going around, all around me. And if I'm not careful, if you're not careful, Sometimes the things that are going on around you tend to drag you off course and you find yourself going in a direction because of something somebody said or something that somebody did or some accusation or some judgment or some criticism or sometimes we just get sick and tired of all the nonsense. Anybody know what I'm talking about? But we can't let the nonsense of people pull us off course of what God has burned within our hearts. We can't be, be allowed to be pulled off course by the rumblings and the grumblings and, and, and all of these other things pull us off course from what God has called for you and I to do. You know within your heart where you're supposed to be going, what you're supposed to be doing. But if you're not careful, the things that are going on around you will disrupt the things that are going on inside you. You've got to constantly look within. God, this is what you called me to do. God, this is what my purpose is. God, I know that I know that I know that this is where I'm supposed to be. And I'm not going to let anybody get me off course or drag me away from where you have put me and what you have given me and what you have done in my life. Come on, somebody give me a better amen than that. Tune in again Monday afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors. 
If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC Radio Ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab. Or send your check to MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Pastor Ray invites you to visit Living Word Church in person or via their weekly live stream broadcast Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. But before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. This is Pastor Ray Hegistilianos. It's always a privilege to share the life-saving, life-changing Word of God with you, our listeners. And today, as always, I trust that these messages are impacting your life in a very positive way. Remember that as life's challenges come, we are more than conquerors. This has been More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray Hegistilianos and is provided by Living Word Christian Church, White Plains, New York.